You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $5 million Hyde Park Grand Prize or rolling in $4.5 million in cash. Yup, that sounds nice. HomeLottery.com.au SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, happy Friday. Hey, you know the best part? Hello there, Beck. Um, it is daylight savings coming up this weekend, isn't it? Yes. Um, and because we obviously start at 6am, I look outside, normally it's pitch black, but it's actually, you can start to see a little bit outside, which is fantastic. Um, summer's coming, you can feel it. Mm. I uh, love daylight saving because you get an extra hour of light to have a good. barbecue and walk down the beach. And... I can feel it coming because I've been sneezing all morning. Um, and while I've been sneezing, trying to stop my nose from running, I've noticed all you've been doing is smashing fruit shocks at this time of the morning. Oh, it's it's Fruit Shocks Appreciation Day and I've had uh, fruit shocks for breakfast uh, in tribute. I what feel, are you doing? I feel a little unwell. You're smashing chocolate since 5am this morning. Don't judge me and my diet. I'm not judging. I'm is just it their saying. birthday? It's their 75th birthday. Right. Wow. So it's only kind of me to... Eat fruit shocks at this time of the morning. I must admit, I'm feeling a little unwell. How many? You've had an earlier pack. I wonder, um, because they've got apricot, you know when you, when you, if you eat too much stone fruit, yep. it can go straight through you. I, no doubt. I reckon, oh, what's the time now? Just 6.02. I reckon by 8.02, you'll be, uh, be, uh, you'll be in having a Jimmy Brit. No doubt. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. <laughs> straight into the disabled. I see. Well, you can go into whichever toilet you yeah. choose. That's up to you. A, uh, sorry, you shouldn't uh, advocate no. misusing no, you that no, toilet. Why, why, why would you, why would you yeah. be using a disabled toilet? I know, I've noticed a lot of men in here yeah. going into the disabled, and I know that's what they're, they're going and sneaking in to do a number two. I always use the... Well, it's not disabled. I just use the bigger toilet well, the bigger here. toilet. Mm. I know. Yeah. Obviously, if people... What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Are you keep going. Keep, keep talking. We'll let you talk. So you're actually keeping tabs. You're surveilling people. I saw you go in there the other day, and I thought he's, he's you're taking the newspaper. It's going to be a while. Well, you know the best part was I took your newspaper in, oh, yeah. and then I went and put it back on your desk, and you were reading it. Yeah. Oh, what, what are you watching people go to the toilet for, mate? I'm just interested in who you. You're busy. Hey, hey. Oh, what? So now it's become a fetish. Well, that's up to you. You're still talking. Just let me eat my fruit chunks in peace, and you might need to factor in a toilet break for me at some point. I can feel my, I can feel my stomach rumbling. We only play short songs. The next oh, one's man. two minutes. 51. You might have to cover me. You're Not... actually keeping tabs on who uses what toilet in this building. <laughs> Who's leading? I'm the toilet monitor. <laughs> that's got to be some. No, that's some sort of harassment. <laughs> that's an HR issue. You're an HR issue. <laughs> that's a fair point. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Our boss Flack. Um, look, he does a lot of work sometimes. Anyway, he put together a little report card for the week because mm, it's Friday. Yeah. Flack has a standing desk. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> Why? I don't How know. How does it affect you? I don't know. Every time I look out there and he's standing, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm, okay. He needs to sit down. Here it is, the boss's report card. Watch out, Beck and Soda. It's time for your weekly report card. Beck, Soda, it's Flack the Boss here, and it's time for your weekly report card. Sodastrom, it's your job here to bring us the most interesting content you can find out there. 
And this is what you kicked off with this week. This bloke, he's been eating a mandarin every day, right? He actually then counts how many segments are in each of the Satsuma <laughs> mandarins that he eats. He tracks them and he charts them. He's got a mandarin spreadsheet. Yes, the standard deviation oh, was okay. 1.459678. Yeah. So that's how much each of the Satsumas varied amongst each other. I don't know what that means. No. But <laughs> the range is six because obviously he had the 14 <laughs> and he had the eight. So that's I an enormous the difference. second most boring man in the world. <laughs> I think we can all agree. That guy is awesome. I wish I had hobbies that cool. Oh, wait, I do. I love Lego, and I'm not alone. Do you know, I was actually playing a bit of Lego yesterday. Pardon? I, I made Lego yesterday with my little daughter, Sienna. We got a... You may, remember Moana? Yeah. Yeah, we made a little Moana boat. Aww. It was terrific. And then um, it was really good, and when I finished, I showed her what we made. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Soda, but you're losing marks this week for not sharing with your own child. Anyway, Morse, you're looking refreshed from your time in Bali. How was the flight? I was on a Jetstar flight on the weekend. I got on twice and said, stop pressing your call buttons unless there's a medical emergency. Do they realise that they're cabin staff and they're not nurses? That you actually push the button when you need service, not actually when you need an enema or a little scrub? Well, you don't know what I was asking for. <laughs> Yet another gag I cannot comment on as your boss. But HR will find you sometime today, so just hang around if you can, Beck. And I guess seeing as you don't have any grand final plans... You might as well set up in the office for the whole weekend. AFL Grand Final Saturday. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I've got nothing to do. Maybe I'll start my cross stitch. <laughs> Carmen in Albert Park, how you doing? I've got a Barbie planned for the football. Oh, good. Have you got friends coming? Yes, have got friends coming. And sorry, Beck, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> now, Carmen, that's going to bring the whole grade down. I can't believe you'd be so... What's that? Beck said what that offended many people? No, I haven't ever seen a cat on a leash. There was a cat at Henley Square on a leash and it ruined my sunset moment. <laughs> oh, dear. How very dare you, cat owner. Put it back in the Don't, kitty litter box. Aren't you an ambassador for the Animal Welfare League? Well, I didn't say kill it. I mean, oh, not right, publicly. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca Morse, that's just awful. You guys have dropped down to an F for that one and detention for the whole show. Even the producers. Oh, are you serious? It's okay, Beck. I know it was just a joke. You can come to mind for Grand Final if you want. Your silence is deafening, and I'm hurt. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Producer Rach is in with uh, What's Making News this morning. Morning, Rach. Good morning, Bridezilla. How are you? Good morning. I'm you good. wear many hats in this team. Friday. I'm excited. Right. What have you got for us, I've Rach? got a PSA for you guys. Do you know what that means? Public service announcement. Good job. It's daylight savings this weekend. Yes. So clocks will yeah. spring forward yeah. oh, an hour. Look at you. You had never heard that expression never. before, right? It's like, it. I don't know how to work it out. You spring forward in spring. Yeah. And fall back in autumn. And fall when back it's in fall. autumn. It's such yeah. a good way to remember it. Yes. So we lose an hour we, of sleep. Mm, have, you, um, have you ever mucked them up? As a, well, as a kid, I remember yeah. getting up um, with my sister to watch the cartoons. Yes. And they wouldn't match the TV week guide. And I'm like, where yeah. are the Smurfs? And we were so confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's tough. I can remember a couple of times with work, do, working, you know, night shifts and shit. Work, what, shift for, the work. Fi- for the fire? Yeah. The, fire you'd brigade. end up going to work an hour late. Mm. And then when you change them back, you go to work an hour early. So you'd end yeah. up paying them back somehow, even when you yeah. mucked it up. But you're not that bright. <laughs> 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 what? Wow. Whispered that? Is that my head? <laughs> the voice inside my but head. You used to have to change your clocks before you go to bed, but now everything yeah. does it. I know. Exactly. It used to be easier, unless mm. you've got to walk. Up. 
Oh, bless oh, you. Oh, 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 high fever's here. Bless you. Have you been, have you been high fevered? Yeah. My All day. Right. It's got yeah. me already. Okay. Right, you actually, you took jabs yeah. for high fever, didn't you? I used you? to get jabbed in my arm. Two injections a month for three years. Yeah. <laughs> I saved myself from saying. <laughs> and now you don't get high fever from getting jabbed. Nah. Yeah, Look at you, you poor people over there <laughs> sneezing. <laughs> it's terrible. Just take a Zyrtec no, every day. No, just every day. <laughs> trying to yeah. stick rhino cord up my nose. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> what else you got, Rach? Um, the South Australia's new tourism ad, Travel Our Way, has been released. It um, cost $8.3 million to make and features some what? of the state's icons like Shark Cage Diving and Port Lincoln and the Flinders Ranges. Bit of footy at the Gather Round. Yeah, yeah. I watched it last night. $8.3 mil to make it. Yeah. What? Well, Haven't tourism. they got some file vision in the SATC <laughs> library? Tourism injects a lot of money into I, th- I think they've spent a fair bit of money on the song. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz, how are you going to go my way? If you get some royalties out Absolutely. of that big Lenny. Absolutely. Yeah. Good song. Look, when I first watched it, I found this music a little bit aggressive and jarring for me when I first watched it. Right. But I've watched it a couple of times and I feel like it's going to be attention grabbing. They're going to play it during the grand final so when you hear that song ah, okay. it's going to become synonymous with South Australia. Eight mil. They've got Mark Webber, Teresa Palmer's uh, husband directing it. They've spent, it's a high budget, beautifully shot. It's like a short film. Right. I was thinking isn't he driving cars anymore? <laughs> no, Wrong Mark Webber. Wrong one. Mark Webber. Right, oh. Um, oh, well there you go. Eight mil. <laughs> oh Seriously? Uh, yeah, I, I, as I said, if we looked at what it, what tourism brings into our state, I think that's probably sure a fair ingest- investment. Eight mil <laughs> to yes. make a Lenny Kravitz film trip, film clip with sharks in it. Great song. All right, great old man. Right. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, super excited. Tomorrow it is the AFL Grand Final. And there's some wonderful South Australian connections for both Collingwood and Brisbane, including one of the Pies cult heroes. His name is Bo McCreary. He hails from down south, played his footy at South Adelaide and Co Footy Club, and his very proud mum, Julie, joins us. Morning, Julie. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. How are you, importantly? How are you feeling sort of a day out? <laughs> Uh, nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty nervous. But um, I can't imagine how the boys would be feeling. But but I'm sure all the uh, player supporters are feeling pretty nervous as well. But excited. Are you heading over to the G with the fam tomorrow? Yeah, we'll be there tomorrow, and um, we're going to the parade today as well. So I can't wait for that. Right. So you're in Melbourne at the moment, Julie. Yes. Brilliant. How yeah, many yeah. tickets did the family okay. have to try and secure? Um, we've got a few, I think we ended up with about eight, so. That's not bad. Um, yeah, not too bad. So quite lucky, really. Um, yeah, we all are pumped to be there. So, so privileged. <laughs> Tell us about Bo as a, as a young footy player. Did you always think uh, he was going to be a star? Well, you always have faith, don't you? Faith <laughs> and hope that your kids are going to grow up and be superstars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, he was a pretty laid back lad. I mean, he, as you've seen on media now, he's still quite laid back person. But um, yeah, he um, he loved his footy, but his passion sort of laid more so. Well, he loved his motorbike riding, but um, yeah, no, he loved his footy and he did well. But to think that he was going to be an AFL player was probably just the dream that we all had. So it's amazing that it's come true. Julie, I can remember watching Bo when he was playing for South Adelaide and he's really sort of making a name for himself before he got drafted. And there was that sort of quirky cult figure feeling about him at South. And obviously at Collingwood, he's been embraced at the biggest club in Australia. 
Was he a bit of a loose cat and a handful as a young kid, or was he always <laughs> well behaved? Because he looks like a bit of a, well, we'll try and think a character. <laughs> no, not at all. Like Bo's the kindest human being you've ever come across. He was always such a good kid. Mm. Um, yeah, and like yeah, he comes across tough on the field, but he, uh, on the field, but he'd rather be a, probably a lover than a fighter. But um, we won't <laughs> tell everyone that, hey. <laughs> so he's a big softy. He is. He's gorgeous. Yes. Right. What uh, do you think about the tats, Mum? Oh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any tats, Jules? Uh, yes, I do. I do have a few. So right. Um, yeah, but not as crazy as the boys. Both the boys have got a few and they're lining up to get some more, I think. So, yeah, no, nah, each to their own, hey? Yeah. Well, now, on his left arm on that forearm, who's the woman, the big tattoo of the face? Who's that? <laughs> Just some mystery lady. Oh, so it's no one in particular? <laughs> no. Right. No. Um, no. If the pies get the win tomorrow, no doubt there's probably going to be a magpie on his body somewhere. But given you've got a couple of tats, Jules, will you get a magpie tattooed onto you? <laughs> Oh, you know what? I actually have thought about it, but it might look a bit tacky on me, I suppose, a lady my age. <laughs> no, well, Julie, we have a resident tattoo artist. His name is Laz. He's an absolute ripper. And he's done oh, all Kyle Chalmers' tattoos. If the pies win and you want a magpie tattoo, we'll get you tattooed if you want it. Oh, no worries. I'll keep your number and give you guys a call. <laughs> Julie, on Mother's Day, you went into the Collingwood rooms and actually gave the pre-game address to the boys. How good. Let's take a listen. Believe in yourselves. Believe in each other. Chase that ball. <laughs> Tackle hard. Yeah! Win those contests. How funny. Who would have thought it went so big? But, yeah, it was just a bit of fun. I'm so lucky that they let me do it. And um, it's just been a fun ride ever since. So, yeah, bit of fun. It was great. Jules, when you got to sit there and you do the Mother's Day pre-game speech in front of all the players, were you standing there going, what am I actually doing? This is really bizarre. I'm in the biggest club in Australia <laughs> and I'm giving the boys the, the pep speech. I know. When I was in there doing it, I suppose I was just so nervous that I just, like, got it out. But leading into the rooms, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. The the media guys were, like, telling me to breathe and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I could feel my heart racing. I was so nervous thinking, who gets to do this? <laughs> oh, yeah, you've gone viral, Jules. Well done. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Well, well done. Um, the boys might need to get you in for another pre-game speech tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic day. Bo has a cracking match and you guys get to really, really enjoy it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. Thanks, Julie. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're unbelievable. We are uh, footballing a movie. Big day tomorrow, AFL Grand Final. So we're just getting you to think a little laterally outside the square. If you've got a movie title, give it a footy theme, 13, 10, 60. Give us a buzz. Uh, producer Lee's in here with a big smile on his face, which means you've been working overtime, Lee, to come up with some good ones. What do you got? You can kick us off. Good morning, Back in Soda. I've got a couple of good ones today. I'll we'll be the judge off. of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the AFL Truth instead of The Awful Truth, which oh, is yep. a 19 yep. When you have to film. explain it, it loses a little. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, off, not off to a good start. Okay, Vic, right. what do you got? You got one there? Uh, well, we're chatting to him later in the show, our favourite Travis Boak. So we have The Boak Thief. Oh, yes. That's not yeah. bad. Uh, Lee, what else you got? 
Goodwill drop punting. Yeah. Now you're in the game. Yeah. Hey, while we're uh, talking about bokey, what about the jungle boke? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> that okay? Cloudy with a chance of football. Yeah. The umpire oh. strikes back. Yeah. Nice. Um, Centre half back to the future. Oh, Good. Good. Um, I'm going to stick with the uh, Harry Potter theme and go with Harry Porter and the Prisoner of Alberton. Hey. <laughs> that is a double. <laughs> Why are you passing no. that out? That's a double. Um, <laughs> Buffy the Umpire Slayer. Yep, uh, yep, yep. I like it. Uh, let's go up to Brisbane. Oh. Cam Rainers of the Lost Ark. Cam Rainer, he's your number one draft pick, mate. While we're talking about different clubs, what about a clockwork orange tsunami? Because of GWS, the orange tsunami. Oh, it's a stretch. No, I would die. You're the um, uh, the partial umpire, the bias umpire. Give me another crack at Brisbane. Okay, Okay. go on. Brownlow winner, death on the kneel. Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah, I'll give that. American Magpie. <laughs> Instead of Ameri- oh, American, American Pie. pie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, yeah. come on, yeah, come on, go. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> this is a triple header. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> you oh, know dear. the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe? <laughs> yeah. The lions, the pitch, and the change rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Just for effort, you get a ding. A-fab. You know the pitch, pitch is where they play cricket. Cricket's a pitch, yeah. Oh, um, but it doesn't rhyme with this. <laughs> no, it doesn't. A for effort. My dear. What A-fab. about A-fab. Mel Gibson in Brave Ben Hart? <laughs> yes. Ben Hart hasn't Great. played for 100 years. He's an assistant coach. Yeah. Oh, is he? How are we going? He's still a football yeah. person. He played in Sorry, premierships. Betty. Mm. Jeez. Um, Geelong captain Tom Stewart Little. Good. Yeah. You happy with that? Um, once upon a time in the West Coast Eagles. Yep. All yeah. right. Okay. Is that it? We done? You got yeah. any more? No. Monty Big. Python and the Holy Goal. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll Pitch do. To the, is it a ground? <laughs> yeah. Mate, it's a, a football ground. Oval. Mate, it's an oval. Mm. Pitches cricket. So save that one for when we do an Ashes. Thanks for not being condescending, though. (laughs) No, that's okay. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Well, Kelly Clarkson uh, almost had her Janet Jackson moment on stage in Minnesota. She was in a black lacy dress, one of those dresses that has, like, lace and panels of fabric. I'm explaining his face right now. But one of the panels Mm. of fabric had kind of shifted. And I think she feared that she'd had a bit of a a nip slip. Hey, hold on. I thought, should I fix it? I need my boob short. All right. One of the girls was out. Right, goes wild. So she had to run off stage, kind of shift her dress to to cover uh, and and came back on again. So um, Nicely done. Kelly Clarkson is human, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I promised to explain to you the concept of the thirst trap. You're not familiar with that, familiar. Never heard of it. So a thirst trap is a picture that you post on social media, either male or female. It usually follows a breakup where you feel Mm. like you're looking pretty hot and you want to trap you want to trap your next player. Oh, God. <laughs> so what, there's a concept for there's this? There's a concept. There's a, there's oh, a concept for no. everything. Oh, the post-breakup body the nonsense. Post, yeah. Uh, so right. this has been covered in season four of uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, which has just dropped, mm-hmm. where they plan to take a thirst trap 
for Chloe. The kind of weird thing about this, you know, Chris Jenner is the mummager. She's the one who's like, we need to get you out there and take a hot bikini snap of you. I can't oh, ever imagine God. doing that. No <laughs> wonder they are where they are when mums yeah. were controlling things okay. like that. So which one, which Kardashian is this one? Chloe is and taking the first picture. Well, has she picture. just broken up with a bloke? Well, see, I'm not deep in the Kardashians <laughs> myself. I get them confused. Mm. Um, but I had a bit of a moment on my recent trip with Bali. So I've got a hot single friend and I was convincing her to take a thirst trap. I'm like, we're here in Bali. I said, go right. in and take a mirror selfie in your bikini because you look really hot. And then we can post it. And what? I said what, to what, her. What, just so you can get some, like, like you're, you're advertising her as bait. Well, no, she's, she's, she's advertising herself. I'm not, I'm not like pushing her out there right. a, and I had just myself, this is embarrassing now I think about it, but I'm halfway through it. I had just myself <laughs> taken a mirror selfie, but not as a thirst trap mm-hmm. because I actually like bathroom decor. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my I life. I like bathrooms when I go to wait, the wait, toilet. Wait. Can I... I ask, what were you wearing in your bathroom yeah, thirst yeah, trap? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a bikini. Right. So you were taking... No, a but it was... Pi- hang on. You were taking... I just need to get my head around this thirst trap idea. You were taking a picture of yourself in a bikini because you liked the bathroom. Exactly. That is the biggest load of crap, Pinocchio, that you have ever rolled out. Oh, dear. Tiles. So did, you, did you post it? Uh, I posted one of them where you could only see half my body because I felt self-conscious because I knew you would say, what are you doing, married woman, posting bathroom oh selfies? You were thirst trapping yourself. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. AFL Grand Final tomorrow, which means Friday in Melbourne, and it's a public holiday now, you know, the past few years. Yeah, Friday, how lucky. It's weird. I, I would much prefer if you're in Melbourne, you would want the public holiday on the Monday like we're getting this from, week because yeah. of uh, Labor Day. But anyway, they've got a public holiday. Travis Boak, our man, is actually over in Melbourne at yes. the moment uh, and he's not answering the phone, which means maybe Okie Bokey did okay. Maybe. And he's oh. busy. Oh, come on. He might be or he might oh. be just sleeping in. He might be training. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just giving <laughs> options. You know what he might be doing? He might be meeting with his manager – to finalise his contract for next year because I am living in hope that they will re-sign yeah, him. To well, the Gold Coast? No, no. no he's actually uh, meeting with Geelong this morning. Geelong. That's Geelong. Because he grew up in Torquay. Of course. Go home. The Surf Coast. Beautiful mm. part. And remember the Cats all came to Adelaide mm-hmm. years ago. He they came Steel. at the airport. No. Yeah. So um, I know, yeah, just uh, I can reveal that Bokey is meeting with Geelong this morning. You're full of it. Yeah, no, I just made that up. <laughs> Do not take that out of context. <laughs> news that. Exclusive Channel 7 News tonight. Travis Boke is going to be a cat in 2024. It'll be on the Daily Mail. Do you know what? Let's try him again, but just don't use my phone number because he's blocked it. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Nicely done, Bokey. A beautiful goal. With Beck and Soda, we'd like to welcome Travis Boke. Boke, 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 Boke. Uh, our man, Big Travi, uh, not in the studio today because he is in Melbourne getting ready to go and watch the AFL Grand Final. Good morning, buddy. You're feeling the little buzz there even though you're not involved? 
No, nah, no bars. I'm staying. All, I'm staying away from it. Um, yeah, it's it's actually a depressing week if you're yeah. not playing in it. So um, couldn't yeah, agree more, Boki. This I had to I had to cancel everything. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. You <laughs> bloody book, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, it was nothing to yeah. do with uh, the poor performance on the field from you, blokes. It was to do with me nah. putting the mockers on you. Hundred exactly. <laughs> percent. That's what it is. But no, no, Melbourne's good. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to going on the game. It's going to be a good one. Now, Boki, obviously lots of talk about your future at the moment. Are you getting close to making a decision? Yeah, like I've chatted with the club a couple of times mm-hmm. now and, and with my management and um, obviously there's a there's an offer on the table. So I'm just yep. working through some stuff and, and progressing pretty well. So hopefully we, um, yeah, there's something next week we can, okay. we can talk about. Good. Right. So you'll definitely be playing for Port Adelaide Footy Club next season. Let's hope so. Yes, there's an offer on the table. Righto. Okay, so you're holding out for more cash. <laughs> Definitely not the case. Um, Hey, Boki, 35 years young, you obviously are unbelievably professional. Physically, how do you feel? Because I think if you'd be the fourth oldest player in the competition when the season starts next year, if you uh, tick the box and want to go on, um, how how do you feel right now with everything? Yeah, well, physically, I feel great. Like, um, my body's been fortunate to to not have too many injuries. So Mm -hmm. the last few years have been really good, except, this year's probably been my most challenging and it's through something that was a little bit out of my control, which was some, some broken ribs. And yeah. um, so that was a bit of a test, but yeah, my body feels great. And um, another pre-season, another off-season, I'm, I'm, I'd be looking forward to, to, you know, giving another crack. Loki, obviously the fans weren't super happy with the finals performance, but all of the comments I were re- was reading was, you can't lose a final and then lose us, Travis Boak. You're a real fan favourite. Everyone wants you to stick around. I have seen a little bit of that, and I'm very, very grateful of uh, all the support from our power fans. Um, so hopefully we can, um, yeah, I can make them happy and, and actually have a good year next year. And, um, yeah, we, we go all the way. That'd be nice. Boki, I know that um, you're always very meticulous with your preparation. You normally spend a bit of time in America doing some great training with the Red Bull crew and so forth. What's the plans sort of post-grand final over the next month or so for you? What are you going to do? Yeah, no real plans set in stone at the moment. I'll probably head home and spend a bit of time back in Torquay for a little bit. Yep. Um, head up to the Gold Coast at some stage, which would be nice. And then I think, yeah, another another trip planned to, to go overseas to, to America, maybe even a little bit in, in Europe as well. Red Bull have got a, uh, a high-performance centre in, in Austria, so I wouldn't mind checking that out as well. So, right. um, yeah, a few little plans up in the air, but I haven't booked anything yet. But uh, it'd be nice to get back over the States and, and spend some time over there again. All right, Boki. Well, I hope you get the deal done. I hope they give you the cash you deserve, mate, and you can uh, sign on the dotted line ASAP. <laughs> Thank you. Good on you, buddy. Hey, enjoy the GF as much as you can now. We'll look forward to seeing you back home next week. No, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank I assume you. you're barracking for the Lions? No, I hate both teams. So I'm <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. So it has been quite chuffed over there. This I have morning. not. You I'm going to actually put a stop to this right now you are because yourself I am sick. not and at that's okay. all. No, I'm not. Your confidence is fine. You know very well <laughs> that I am not loving yeah. myself sick about anything. You're trying to cause trouble and you, stir stuff up. That's Come what I do. Uh, you got a text message from Will Goodings, your colleague at Channel Seven, who also is on Five AA uh, Breakfast. Uh, yes. What did that message say? Well, Will and Pembo are uh, up. About this morning, I'm not quite sure what their topics are generally, but I think they're talking about who was your school teacher. Yeah, and they got a text message come in, and Will said, "Mate, you better listen to what we've had on Double A this morning." And okay, this we've, is what I've dug it up. Like this, my substitute teacher was Mark Soderstrom at Enfield High. 
I think it's important to mention in his prime, he looked just like Billy from Melrose Place. I'd never been seen. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. Was Billy the one who went out with uh, Heather Locklear? I, no, that was, uh, I am going to get that, that text doctor. and I'm going to send it straight <laughs> to Mark Soderstrom right now. <laughs> Soders will love it. That is going right to Soders as we speak. It's at the end of it is I'd never been so motivated to attend school. <laughs> For teachers, <laughs> ridiculous. Thank you, boys. Um, um, mm. Do you know what? I'm I'm not one to pump up your tires. Um, I see it my responsibility to bring you back down to earth. But we've just posted a picture on our SFM Instagram of mm. the yep. two of you at the mm. same age, mm. and I can see a resemblance. Really? Yeah, I actually can see a resemblance. I've got to say, back in the nineties, geez, that was a good TV show, yeah, Melrose. Yeah, right. but- it was by far my favourite TV show, and I can remember because it was Tuesday nights eight thirty. I reckon wow. we used to speed home um, within the speed limit, of course, <laughs> from footy training, and everyone would hurry to get back in time for Melrose Place. It was such a good show. It was a great show, a real cult show, a spin-off mm. from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. But uh, uh, Billy, who played Billy? A guy called Andrew Shoe. Remember? And there was a guy, Jake. Jake looked a bit like Tony Modra. Jake was the bikey um, guy, the hot bikey with the tight, tight whitey yes, t-shirt. Yes, and yeah. he uh, was his girlfriend, the blondie with the short hair, Josie Bissett. Oh, my God. It was a God. great show. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll, I'll give it to you, mate. You, I don't know how he's aged, but um, you did look like that, him back in the okay. day. So no wonder uh, attendance figures were up. Never heard of that one, that <laughs> reference before. Oh, look at his face. Okay. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Never heard of that <laughs> reference. He is the one who pulled those two photos out. I had nothing to do with that. But Back in the day, did you take advantage of what do you mean? Who you yeah. look like? Well, I mean, we do look similar, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look. Occasionally, it might have come up. You know, well, you were trying uh, to get into heaven. No, nah, we were just cruising around joppies and. <laughs> Did you ever autograph somebody as Andrew? <laughs> nah, only as Brendan Julie in the cricketer. <laughs> no, didn't, no, I must didn't admit, work as well. One day I was watching a mate of mine play cricket at the Adelaide Oval in a mm. Shield game, right? And my housemate, and this little kid walked up to me with a cricket bat and he goes, "Can you sign this?" And I'm thinking. I have no idea who this kid <laughs> thinks I am. I said, yeah, mate, uh, I can. And I'm thinking, he doesn't want a dud SNFL footballer signing it. So what on earth? And I've gone, yeah. And then my mate was sitting next to me. He goes, who do you reckon this is? He goes, oh, it's BJ. It's Brendan Julian. I went, how do I spell my name? And wrote his cricket bat. Soda's loving himself sick today because stop? someone messaged into 5AA saying that he was uh, their teacher. He looked like Billy from Melrose Place and she's never wanted to go to school more than when Mr. Soderstrom was at the front of the class um, with the blackboard. I've got to chalk. admit, look, I wasn't a great teacher. I'm, I'm you know, happy to say, look, I just didn't really deal well with other people's kids. Love my own. Yeah. Couldn't be bothered with anyone else's. Okay. <laughs> no, that's an issue. All right. Uh, we've, we've actually had somebody call in after oh, hearing that. Who's this? Uh, Danny in Ottawa. Um, who was your hot teacher? Well, we had a Mr. Soderstrom as well, just as a relief teacher. <laughs> Hello, Danny. How you doing? Good, thanks. <laughs> that's the way. Um, did I set you on the right path, hopefully? Um, absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> Haven't done he... much with life at all. <laughs> what was he like as a teacher, Danny? Well, he, we had, we just had him as a relief teacher. Mm. Um, so we had him for PE a couple of times and the girls were quite happy to do PE then. Oh, and Danny. the boys were definitely keen cause he was a footy player. 
So before that, the girls didn't want to do PE. <laughs> when he was there, why do, not? Do you know, Danny, I always, and it's really tough when, because as a young bloke, I reckon I was in my early 20s when I was teaching out at Mount Carmel and Enfield and that. And then yeah. a lot of the girls that had no interest in PE, they'd say, oh, look, um, I can't do PE today because it's that particular time that I'm going through. Mm. And as a bloke, I'm sort of sitting there going, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I realise as you get older, you just go, no, you're doing PE. That does not stop you from running around and playing basketball. <laughs> um, Danny, did he wear short shorts and singlet tops? He did. They, yeah. They was, <laughs> yeah. Danny, Danny. <laughs> that's enough. Uh, that's ridiculous. Hey, just by the way, Danny, did I look like that bloke from Melrose Place? A hundred percent. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, wow. I, maybe I'll leave and let you two just nerd out. Soda and our boss, Flack, talking Lego. I'm taking that judgment very unkindly. Um, now, hey, Beck, earlier in the week, we had a whole bunch of Lego gear that we gave away. Yeah. And good on you, everyone that got some and for people that called in. We had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calls with people trying to get their hands on this great Lego's Dreams sets. And I'm building, Beck, all morning over the past couple of weeks, I'm building this treehouse. Do you like it? Do you know what? It's actually beautiful. I feel like young Beck, yes. child Beck, yes. would have enjoyed it. <laughs> why can't you <laughs> enjoy it? Really, really young Beck. But why can't you enjoy it? Mate, it's fantastic. It's just great. It's educational and it gives you you know, that opportunity mm. to be in the moment. And I'll tell you, someone who loves being in the Lego moment oh. is our boss, Alex Flack. Hello, Lego man. Uh, good morning, Beck and Soda. And yes, I did let slip, I don't know, was it earlier in the year that I really got into Lego? No, you went to one of the Lego contestants' houses and you refused to leave. <laughs> he had to ask you to leave. Yeah, so good, where? The good, TV show. Yeah, good morning to Trent from Lego Masters. Um, what happened? Yeah, what? Well, I, I really enjoyed his toy room and his Lego room. And it got, it got, he's a lovely, lovely man. And it got to the stage where Trent was like, oh. So, I think my family's going to be home soon. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Right, okay, okay. See you later. Thanks. Um, now, uh, <laughs> you're my toy now. I enjoyed his toy room. Um, <laughs> good on you, brick boy. Like my Saturday night. <laughs> right. Now, like, tell us about the Lego. Why do you love it? Because you were, you're a hardcore. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of sets. Um, yep. It's it's where my savings go. Any money that I save, it really? goes to. Well, I drove the same Ute for fifteen years, so that should give you an idea of where my money goes. <laughs> We've got a pick of some of your stuff here. It's awesome. You've got an Adidas sneaker. Yep, I've got the Adidas um, Superstar. Um, I've got the Jazz Club Modular. Lego people, <laughs> Lego people in their car right now going, oh, oh yes. what a legend! Wow. Jazz wow. Club Modular, stop it! I've got the. I've got the Harry Potter Castle. Yeah, Hogwarts. There's a Ghostbusters car. I've got I the saw. Ecto One. Um, wow. It's it's it's. I find it relaxing, and you know what? Yep. Adelaide and South Australia mm. is re has got a really massive Lego movement. Do you reckon we punch above in the Lego world? Yes, we do. Yes, you know, you know <laughs> He's what? Pointing. He's no, pointing. Now. You know how I know that we punch above? Yeah. We, we, we have like uh, Lego expos. Yeah. Okay, and this this shows that Adelaide and South Australia. We're number one for Lego, so I love this. Well, let me tell you, I'll tell you how big Lego is in South Australia, that people in South Australia even change the pronunciation of the whole term. Yeah, we are Lego. the only place in mm. the world that calls Lego, Lego Lego. Yeah. It's not Lego. All right, Flack, how many sets do you reckon you have? You've got a whole room in your house, your poor fiancé dedicated to this. Uh, I actually don't want to tell you. You, ha you have to. Let's just say it's 
More than 20. More than 20. Uh, it's a hell of a lot yeah. more than 20. Absolutely. Um, your biggest piece you've got is the Coliseum. Yeah. What, what's that cost roughly? So the Coliseum now, <laughs> after a price rise, went up to $850. Oh. I bought it for 700 and I know that sounds stupid, but you got to remember, that gave me like three weeks yeah. of... Um, it's not a fun build Mate. because it's very repetitive. <laughs> but, but sorry to interrupt. This oh is God. not a Lego podcast. It's, We're yeah, live no, on exactly. air. Can we move on? I'm it's bored. not Can a fun we move build. On? I'll tell you what's a really great build, though, is um, this wonderful okay, treehouse. Okay, all right. I'm going to interrupt you two <laughs> all right. nerds. Yeah. Um, Beck, do you want to? Okay. Nerds. I think hey, hey, you've got look at my Look at my minifigure here. Look oh, how cool. Because so you've cool. got 20 oh, odd, awesome. I think we're going to have to do this. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Can we find Adelaide's most Lego sets? We've got uh, Flack the Nerd mm. Boss with about 20. You've got, you have got a hell of a lot more than 20. You're a liar and you're just trying to cover this in case Laura, your fiancé, is listening. All right. So we have a $250 Lego <laughs> voucher Great. to give away. Not imagine? for you, Flack. Really? $250 to you. spend on Lego. Uh, how many sets do you have? Can we find someone in Adelaide with the most sets? Beck and Soda, can I just ask one favour? Yes. Everyone who calls 131060 to tell us how many sets, yep. can we please ask if I can go over and have a look? <laughs> Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. We are looking for Adelaide's biggest Lego collector. And as I say this, Soda is sitting in front of me erecting a giant tree house that he's oh. been working on all week. It's kept you um, from pulling my pigtails, to be honest. Like, it's, it's been really brilliant. It's got a little swing me. and everything. It's um, it is really cool. And we're doing this because our boss... Alex Flack, who's actually a grown man. It's not like Boss Baby, the movie, <laughs> where he's a grown man. He loves Lego as much as he loves his job and his fiance. He love his and job his life. that much, I don't think. No, it's a good point. He doesn't <laughs> love his job anyway. Thumbs down. Much. Thumbs down. <laughs> right. 131060, we are looking for the person with the most Lego sets. And I'm tipping we're not just getting kids on the line. Nikki from Norlunga Downs. Good morning, Nikki. How much Lego you got? Good morning, guys. Um, I've got 27. Um, my favourite is the Disney Castle and the Harry Potter. Um. <laughs> um, Mickey, I've got to laugh because as you're saying my favourite is the Disney Castle, I can see our boss through the glass panel and he's nodding his head. Mm. So he's appreciating what you're talking about he's so much. Oh, yeah. He's actually licking the window. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get the Titanic. The Titanic would be amazing. Oh, what, what would something like the Titanic cost? Uh, it's $1,000 exactly. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Brilliant. Nikki, it's amazing. That is awesome. Thank you so much. So 27 sets all right. for Nikki. Uh, Steph from Nova Gardens, all right. Can you top the 27, Steph? I can. I have 30 and they're sitting in a glass cabinet in a separate Lego room in my house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. How much do you reckon you've spent on your Lego? Well, it's not just me who's some a gift, so Mum, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it's probably come to about a total of just over 6000 <gasps> Wow, that is awesome. Hey, I Steph, did some calculations. I was just as surprised as you. So. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your favourite piece? Oh, oh, I'd have to say probably I've got two, maybe my Disney castle as well, and um, I got gifted the um, Hogwarts Express, which I'm yet to build, so Great. that's probably my next favourite. 
Good on you, Steph. I, I love the passion. Yeah. Hey, there's no 10-year-olds ringing. No, nope, they're all. This is brilliant. All right, so we're up to 30 sets. Um, and what, around about six grand, Steph reckons she spent. Okay, can you top that? Grace from Newry, we're up to 30 sets. Can you top that? Yeah, I've got about 100. Oh, my goodness. How do you fit them in your house, Grace? I, I can't. I've had to ship some down to my mum's house. Oh, really? So, Grace, yeah. can I ask, um, without being rude, but how old are you? Uh, 44. Right. Why do you love Lego so much? Uh, I started it in lockdown in 2020 uh, just to do something so I'm not bored yeah. um, and sitting in front of the TV and wanted to actually use my mind and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, I uh, ordered my first set, which was the uh, uh, the camper, um, yep. and then it just spiraled out of control from there. Wow. I had, to, I had to stop buying some for, you know, to save some money for our wedding. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, well, here we are. Uh, good old about, yeah, 100 sets and uh, run out of room. Brilliant, Grace. What's your favourite set you've got? Uh, I haven't built it because it's the last one I will ever, ever build, and that's the grand piano. Oh. Right. And that would, yeah. take, that would take weeks, wouldn't it? Is it massive? It's not that it's massive. I think it's more technical. Right. Um, yep. And uh, it, it just looks so beautiful on display that I don't want to touch the box yet. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Grace. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I've got to interrupt, Soda, because you will stop yeah. down and chat for love hours. It. We do have to get to news and <laughs> alpha bucks. We need to create a Lego yeah. podcast. Yeah, mm. yeah. Enjoy that. Tiff and seafood rice. How many have you got? <laughs> How many you got, What do you got, Tiff? 311. <gasps> oh, Tiff. I love this. I love this. Right, what's your favourite one? Um, Probably the treehouse, too. That was my favourite build to date. Right. Oh, so does building that right now. Brilliant. Um, and Tiff, do you have kids or is this just your passion? No, sir. I have a four-year-old who is also Lego obsessed. Yep. Um, rider. So just recently we got the um, Hulkbuster, the giant Hulkbuster, which we yet to build. But um, Brilliant. Yeah, super excited about that. Mm. That is awesome. Okay, so we're up to 211. Beck from Morfitt Vale, how many have you got? 215. <gasps> Beck, you crazy Lego lady. I love this. Um, what yes. have you got? What are your favourite ones? Um, we've got lots of Lego City. I've got lots of the like the grown-up Lego sets. The Haunted Mansion one's my favourite. Right. Um, we've got heaps of Star Wars Lego, Harry Potter Lego. Um, awesome. We've got vintage Lego, and we've got about two and a half thousand mini figs as well, too, oh. all on display wow. as well. <laughs> um, who's your favourite little mini figure? Oh, I like the Nesquik bunny. When when you start collecting them, though, you can go down a wormhole, and yeah, I've, I've also got the Golden Girls as little mini figs oh, as well, too. So. Are the oh, kids really? into it, Beck? Yes, I am teaching them a love for Lego, so they never have money to buy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beck, I'm looking at a post that you've got here. This is you. So is this you and your husband there with all your little figurines? Yes. <gasps> have a look at them, Beck. There are what are they, thousands and That's thousands. That's not all of them. That's not all of them because we couldn't do a wider camera shot. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, is, there, is there something you haven't got yet that you've always had your eye on Lego-wise? Oh, there's always something I want, yeah. um, <laughs> but do I need it? Maybe yeah. not. <laughs> Brilliant. So are you into this more than your kids? Maybe. Nothing wrong with that, Beck. Um, <laughs> 215 sets. That is brilliant. Thank you so much.
Thank you. All right. Thank you, Beck. You're going. These are massive numbers. 215. Okay. Can we top it? Uh, yeah, the calls are still coming. Dave in Kilburn, how many you got? Uh, 238. <gasps> oh, Davey. Davey. <laughs> Little ripper. All right. What's your favourite stuff that you've got? Have you got a theme going? Uh, I'd definitely say uh, Star Wars would be my favourite theme. Um, second would be Lego Ideas. Yeah, right. Okay, we've got a photo of your Lego room, Dave. <laughs> Wowie. You, is that C3? Oh, no, no, that's R2D2. it's a stormtrooper, mate. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even close. I'll just step aside. Um, a lot of your stuff you've still got in boxes too, have you? Uh, yeah, all, all the boxes in the pictures, they're all sealed sets. Right, so what happens? You, you don't actually open them? Uh, it's more, I don't have the room. Like Basically, all my storage cabinets are chock-a-block. Um, and basically, I need to get some more cabinets so I can build some more sets. You wow. single, Davo? Sorry, are you single? <laughs> Beck. <laughs> just, to, just. I would need someone to store my shoes if I was dating someone who had that much. Yeah. Hey, Dave, how much money do you reckon you've invested in this? Uh, I would say definitely enough to do a house deposit. <laughs> wow. wow! Good okay. on you, Davey. All right, two hundred and thirty-eight. Troy, can you beat 238? Uh, we've probably got over 300 in total. Oh, man, Troy. A lot of ours are the Technic sets, you know, the three and $400 ones. <gasps> right. How much money do you reckon you've invested on Lego? Uh, I've got insurance for 10000 but it'd be way more than that. You, you've actually got an insurance policy on it? Yeah, I put it in part of the house insurance, yeah, just mm. to cover it. So right. how, how have you got them on display in your home? Oh, we've got all, like, glass cases and all... When you buy uh, old Trafford, you can get it covered for it, so it's displayed in its own little cupboard. Right. Oh One Lego set's got its own cupboard. Yeah, the old Trafford's got like a little plastic cover that goes over it, so right. it's like a set. All. My wife got me the Eiffel Tower for my birthday. Good on you, Troy. This is absolutely brilliant. What do you love about it? Oh, just building them. Yeah. I do it with my son, so yeah, it's just yeah, it's a good time. Um, is your son allowed to sort of touch all of your Lego, or he's got to be sort of monitored oh, a bit? He's got some of his own, but yeah, we sort of build them and then put them away and then see. We just, yeah, we've got some home we haven't even built yet. Good You're happy you. to have some visitors, Troy? I tell you, me and my boss want to come over and look at your sets, mate. I reckon it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy that there weekend. <laughs> okay, well, okay, hang on. Is that not it? No, well, we've got it. Troy at over 300. Okay. There's another call. Right. No way. More than 300 sets of Lego. Hang on. Tom from Seaford what? Rise. Tommy, you're about to blow 300 out of the water, aren't you? Yeah, just buy a couple of mate. What do you uh, got? I'm, I'm just over five eighty. Oh, <laughs> oh, mate, how good! All right, where and how have you got everything stored and displayed? It's all um, uh, in one room. Yep. And it's all like like there's shelving all around the walls and cabinets and cupboards, um, ranging from Star Wars to Marvel to DC to Seinfeld to oh. Flintstones to Ninja Turtles. To oh. Harry Potter, um, <laughs> pirate ships, ships in bottles, you name it. Wow. Tommy, what's the favourite set you've got? Is there one that stands out? Oh, to be honest, I really am enjoying the Michael Keaton 1989 Batcave. Um, oh, wow. But you sound like our that, boss. You're right into it. Yeah, mate. It's my jam. No, oh, it's been my jam for a while now. My bread and butter, mate. Brilliant, buddy. Um, uh, now, your wife, has she got any idea of how much money you've poured into this? Well, to be fair, she has a... a she could guesstimate, but um, she doesn't know all the purchases. But I have to get a, 
I have to get a lot of them approved, um, <laughs> which is a bit. So I have to kind of sell them to her. But she gets there, mate. She gets there. Um, right. I'll so, let her get her own couple of sets when she took the London bus and stuff like that. She was chuffed. Right. Uh, so you've actually got to pitch to your wife whether you can get something. Yeah, yeah, most of the time, especially the ones that are that are over the 500 mark and oh. stuff. Like, I've got to go, oh, look, listen, it's going to go out of stock. It's going to go, you know. It's an investment <laughs> piece. All right, well, well, I, I could probably what? use that on my next set. I'll oh, say it's an investment, I, but I, I think we're past that now. Right, yeah. Tommy, we Come need on. to do this, mate. Get ready. You have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. <laughs> Tommy, we are going to nice. send you the Golden Grater Trophy. You are going to be on our wall of fame here in our gallery of greats in the studio, so we'll send you a pick of that, mate. And we're also going to send you a $250 Lego voucher. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> there you go. Do something nice. Yeah, nice work, I think I've got a slither of room. I can put that in. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, 6 to 9 weekdays. SAFM.